2: Hey, it's Michelangelo. You know, all I have to say is, hey, don't throw that beer. Just drink it. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Time for more classic A&G. Okay, so let's go back to 2004. I remember this segment really well because I remember the event really well. So I was watching this on ESPN live when it happened, and I could not believe what was happening. My jaw just hit the floor. After the game, I called my brother and said, "You got to watch ESPN tonight. You got to see this. This is unbelievable. This event is now known as the Malice in the Palace." So, in this classic A and G segment, we play the event itself, so you hear what happened. And then Joe and Jack comment afterwards. And boy, are they fired up. Jack, especially. Boy, is he angry in this segment. So let's go back to 2004 and relive the boxing match between the NBA players and Detroit Piston fans.
0: Then Wallace is fouled. And Wallace did. Oh! Wallace right at our test. This has potential to be
1: serious if they don't get between. Wallace upset. Players trying to hold each other
0: off. Steven Jackson and Rasheed Wallace trying to be peacemakers, now Jackson yelling. Wallace still going, you need the coaches in there to get him away. we' find a way to get this game over with as quickly as possible. The problem is if Wallace is ejected, I'm not sure, he'd have to walk past the pacer of bench to go. Now has jumped over the scorers table and is trying to get down to the bench. is in the stands. Oh, this is awful. Fans are getting involved. Steven Jackson's in the fans. Rasheed Wallace going into the stands. The security trying to somehow restore order. Fans and players are going out, and the players trying to help each other out.
1: This is a disgrace. <laughs> Actually, what happened in the fight situation, but I'm here to tell you that the Piston fans Based on what I saw, there are a bunch of punks. It's easy to throw beer on top of somebody who's already down. It's easy to throw a punch at somebody when you're behind them. Show that you're not a sissy.
0: There you go. That was the immediate commentary as they went to SportsCenter on ESPN from John Saunders there Friday night after the giant fight between the Detroit Pistons, the Indianapolis Pacers. Indiana Pacers, and also the crowd. And obviously. the fans, most notably, yeah. The fans, most notably, which made it a unique situation. They're calling it the worst fight in NBA history. It's probably the worst um, eruption, eruption of fan-player violence in sports history in America. What's your opinion? We can jump on the phone right now one 331 talk A bunch of punks. one 331 talk And he dropped an S-bomb. Sissies. I think I
1: speak for all of us when I say Ron Artest be suspended for life.
0: Victimizing those poor fans, when will these NBA players be brought to heel? Uh, Ron Artest was suspended for the year, and we'll get into all the um, suspensions there. I am so happy to see some fans get their ass beat. My only disappointment <laughs> is they didn't get their ass beat more. So many of those fans, I was watching in the crowd, I kept thinking, come on, and get a shot. C- crush his face like Rudy Tomjanovich. Oh, geez. That's You're what I wanted to see. On that guy right there in the hat, turn around. Come on. Oh, the guy behind you, crush his freaking face. The guy's on the court, crush. Their faces. Oh, You're a face crusher. Yes. Harkening <laughs> back to a fight years ago in which a coach in the NBA, within a within a player, got his face crushed. That's what I kept thinking was going to happen. And so many of those fans, I, I was hoping their face would get crushed. Wow. I think it has gone so far in terms of this fat, loud mouth frustrated athlete guy who spends the money to get a good ticket and feels like he can say or do anything to these people because, they're hey, they can't do anything to me, so I feel like a tough guy.
2: Now, hold on here just for a second. I will say this. Hecklers usually are rude and obnoxious and annoying. However, a good heckler is actually very funny. I remember going to an NBA game, and there was a player named Tony Bennett – And every time he got to the free throw line, there was a guy that was near the basket, and he would yell, Hey, Tony, sing something. Then he would break out into opera. It was quite funny. The whole crowd was laughing, and even the players on the bench were laughing.
0: Right. And finally, a player said, No, I can do anything. I'm a rich guy, and went up there and beat some ass, and I'm happy to see it.
1: You know, I'd be happy to sit here and pontificate out of my frontal lobe, you know, talk about, well, society and sports and fans and responsibility. Truth is, while I was watching, I was thinking, hit that a-hole in the hat. Hit him hard. Who wasn't rooting for the players?
2: And
0: how about you hurl a cupful of ice at a player and hit him in the neck? I just think if you just if you're just one of those people that likes to sit a foot behind their head and scream things about their children and their mom for three hours because mm. it makes you feel tough because you know they can't do anything about right. it. Yeah. Now the problem up. the problem of course is there were people that didn't do anything wrong. They're also involved in the melee. And anytime you have a player go into the crowd that can happen. You've got to have a, a zero tolerance on this thing. Sure. That's why this is what I would have done if I were commissioner of the NBA. First, answer all my emails from people mad that a talk show host with no knowledge of basketball <laughs> is Commissioner of the NBA.
2: Yeah, I like Jack, but I don't want him as commissioner of the NBA.
0: Second, some sort of suspension for these players for fighting and everything like that, but not this sort of death penalty suspension that he got. I would say in the future, anybody goes into the stands, you're gone in the NBA forever. But at the same time, from now on, just like players are fined, players are fined for using obscenity. Any fan that uses obscenity, you're fine. Ejected. Any threatening language, you're gone. You never get to be in the arena again in your life. Those are the new rules. Wow, banned I just started, for life. I just started new rules from that point. Fascinating. Because you just, this this idea, the same thing happens, the sitting behind him with the cowbell. I mean, who decided that that was okay? You can say anything and do anything to these guys and they've got to take it. Right, right. I agree with you
1: completely. It, it's part of the degeneration of decency in our society. And- it leads to this why do people act in surprise that number one you got that on the fan side number two on the player side you got you've got this culture of i'm bad i'm so bad i'm worse than you and and you act surprised that this culture yields that sort of fan and then that sort of
0: activity come on wake up Every player I've heard, I think, except for one, Ben Wallace, and I think he was just trying to keep his fine and suspension to a minimum. Oh, yeah. Every other player I've heard says, I would have done the same thing. Shaquille O'Neal said, I would have done the same thing. Charles Barkley said, oh, yeah, I would have done exactly the same thing. I would have gone up there and whooped his ass. I've listened to a lot of announcers and phone calls over the weekend, even on sports talk stations. I'd say eight to nine out of ten people are pro um, the athletes in this one. How? Which Interesting. Which i was surprised because I generally think these – These players are a bunch of spoiled punks who think they can do anything. But I've just sat close enough, and I I listened to enough sports talk. I know this kind of sports fan, whatever has caused this, I'm part of the team, I've got my self-worth as a man wrapped up in my team. Wherever that came from, it's got to go away.
1: One more thought, then we'll take some calls. And we saw the people on the tape, fat boy, hat. Fat boy number two, pick your favorite fan. Poor
0: Glasses. Glasses was just standing there. And he had a 280-pound guy whooping up on him. How about dumbass Jersey guy who comes out on the court and is so lucky he's not dead.
1: Fat boy number two. yeah, Or
0: wearing a mask for the rest of his life. Right. Anyway, so,
1: but you got people like that. I think they might have the inmate mentality of there's nothing they want more than the the players to come into the stands and fight them because they will be a legend on their block for the rest of their lives. And that's why you can't let the players go up into the stands because it'll happen every day. Abusive heckling. You're out. It's a judgment call. They're going to make mistakes. There's going to be people screaming, I paid $80. You're
0: out. There's other people who will pay $80. Let's get somebody
1: in here who's not going to say those next. things. Next! Right, exactly. Have a
0: have a rope line
1: outside like at Studio 54. As you eject people, bring the next guy in for free. Uh, any abusive, any threats, any hurling, any objects at all, you're out. And they say you're out, but how many people get ejected from games, really? They just need to police it more aggressively. Here is Ricky from San Ramon. Ricky, fire away. What's on your mind?
2: It if someone's going to be throwing stuff at you, you just got to defend yourself. It doesn't matter if you're at work or whatever. You can be at McDonald's.
1: You know, if somebody came in here, walked in the studio, and threw something on me, I'd, I'd go to whooping on him. I'm sorry.
2: Exactly. I'd be pretty pissed.
1: All right. Well, at least Ron Artest will have time to promote his rap album. That's the good news. This is the same Yoo-Hoo, Yo-Yo, who
0: just asked his coach for a couple of months off so he could promote his rap album. He's a great player, a too. So that's, that's um, He's a dork. That's a huge blow to a team that yes. legitimately had a shot at winning it all this year and won't because the, one of their best players is gone for the season and a couple other players are gone for a very long time. So, I mean, it's a hell of a penalty. Agree with it or not? Yeah, it's
1: too bad that the guy in question is Ron Artest, well-known ding dong, and not a Grant Hill or a you know a Michael Jordan type. Of course, but there what's, aren't many what's of those,
0: troubling but... about it is he had handled it as well. He's a hothead who gets in fights. He gets a shot in the neck that probably wasn't deserved. True and enough. He's, and he tries to stay out of it. Okay, I'm just going to stay cool. I'm nowhere near the fight. I'm just staying here.
1: Goes lays down on the scores table, which is a little curious. But uh, to calm down, keep it cool, and then he gets assaulted by a fan. I say, whoop up! <laughs> whoop some ass whoop fan yeah. ass <laughs> hey chuck how you doing chuck hey this just ruins a game all year long and that fat little punk got what he deserved did you see the scared look in his face when he came
0: after that guy
1: well are you talking about glasses glasses didn't the do was, anything
0: no no the guy that got punched by Ron Artest the guy that walked out on the court yes oh hell yeah yeah, all right. the, all, all that, of America wanted to punch him. The only thing wrong with that is their test slipped, or if, I couldn't tell if somebody was coming in from the side because yeah. his blow kind of missed. That guy should have got knocked out. But then, then what's his name, uh, jo-
1: O'Neal, Jermaine O'Neal came in from the side. That was the same guy, wasn't it? Fat guy I in the I think a, it was the jersey. same guy. And he just freaking removed
0: his But gun. he also slipped in the beer. That's the trouble with the throwing the beer in the court. The players can't get the footing to properly knock you out. Stick and move, stick and move. It's hard when it's wet.
2: And again, it's food waste. And you know how I feel about food waste. Well, one of the reasons I shared that segment with you was this. I've worked on this show for many years And we really don't do a lot of sports coverage. We'll do a little bit here and there, but generally it's politics and pop culture. And this was one of the rare times that we did extensive coverage of a sports story. And the reason was because sports and society had mixed together. It was more about fan behavior and why has society degraded. And one of the interesting things about this is that this story is almost 20 years old now. And earlier in 2021 and late 2020, we had a rash of bad fan behavior at sporting events with people running on the field and causing disruptions. It really just shows you that fan behavior has not gotten much better in almost 20 years. I know Joe Getty has talked about coaching youth sports. He's talked about coaching his daughter's soccer games, and he said one of the problems is the parents' behavior sometimes. Whether it's Little League or girls' soccer, fan behavior is always a problem. Most people are great, but there's always a few rotten apples out there that cause problems for everybody. And when you mix in alcohol at professional sporting events things can get even worse. I think this classic segment from Armstrong Getty shows that the more things change, the more things stay the same. Well, thanks for joining me as we looked back at Armstrong Getty back in the day. Well, I guess that's it.
1: You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox and <laughs> important information.